What's up? This is Parking Lot Radio. I'm your host, Sunny Side Up, and we're here with my co-host, Rachel and Kurt from Flostradamus. What up? Uh, Kurt is Flostradamus. It used to be two people. <laughs> now it's one person. So I might say you guys at some points where I'm talking about the past. Yeah, but that's that's, that's New York, though. You guys. You guys. You guys. You guys. OG. Yeah. yeah. So, Kurt, um... You've been very, uh, very big in pushing the trap movement into EDM space. And uh, I just want to say I've been, I know we've been friends for a couple of years. We met a few times randomly and like had like some nice convos, but yeah. I've been a huge fan of yours probably for like at least 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Or like when that original Don thing first yeah. came out, I would like cruise around my skateboard in the city listening to that shit. Dope. It was just like so lit. <laughs> That's cool. But uh, You said a couple of years. We've, we've known each other for a while. Yeah. How long? Like on the internet for oh yeah. yeah, over like eight years. Over eight years. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I remember so one time I like made memes for your. Uh, you guys had like a a festival, mm-hmm. four twenty fest. Yeah, I made like a couple of memes for you guys, and you guys posted it. Where was yeah. that? I was like huge. Uh, Red huge Rocks. For me. Was that at Red Rocks? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, it was. Yeah. I think you did it like a few times. Yeah there but yeah uh, hoodie fest i think it was called mm-hmm. but yeah that was a huge moment for me like getting to make memes for you guys like it was super dope <laughs> that's awesome man yeah I, i've been a big fan of yours too man for Thanks. a long time that's it so was cool. it was cool to finally like meet irl see yeah. the man behind the meme we, <laughs> the first time we randomly met i think we were both invited to this uh documentary screening of heath ledger what? yes right? yeah, yeah where in la yeah, I don't know where it was in. No, it was in Soho House in New York. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was like some PR event. I don't Damn, know. I remember you're, that. You're so like, high society, you Sonny. He's like, yeah. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's right. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Wait, uh, where do you where do you live? I currently live in Los Angeles, but I lived here for eight years. Where, where are you from? From Cal- um, I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay, Midwest. Which I was, Midwest. Yeah, I was there not last you, night. Not me, you guys. Because it's. <laughs> can I say when this is being filmed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I know it's dropping later. But it's Christmas time right now. Merry Christmas. It's New Year's tomorrow. Happy New Year. Wow. Uh, but <laughs> I I was, you're the first person to ever look in the camera to talk. Am I supposed to? <laughs> Maybe can. I shouldn't. You can. I, I'll yeah. look at you guys. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so what are you saying? Yeah. So I was in Kalamazoo yesterday. That's where I'm from. But I lived in Chicago for a decade. Yeah. And that's kind of where Floss started. That's where I've been known to yeah, be. Yeah. I think I was living there when oh, I first cool. became aware of you. Oh. And so I was like more more hype about your oh. music because it was local to me. Are you Midwest as well? Yeah. I'm from Indiana. Annapolis, oh, and then I moved to Chicago in like 2011. Okay, so it was around then that I first like. Whoa. Yeah, when did you move here? Six years ago. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a while. I moved out of here in 2018. Yeah, I got here. No, I got here like April 2017. So, so we've just been dodging each other. Over- <laughs> <laughs> anytime you show up, I leave. Where did Where did you live in Chicago? Uh, I lived on like the northwest side, so Irving and Western. Okay. It was called North Center, and then I moved to Lincoln Square for a while. I, I lived all go, over the city, though. My favorite karaoke bar in the country is in Lincoln Square. Um, what is it? The Hidden Cove Lounge. Oh, yeah. It's a shithole. Yeah. It's like a cop and trucker bar. Yeah. But you can be the only person singing all night. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cool thing about Chicago. There's like still these, well, I don't know about post-pandemic, but there's there was always these like mom and pop bars and restaurants and stuff that you could just go yeah. into. And yeah. there's always a vibe and a character to those. For sure. Yeah. I've never been there before. Really? Oh, you got to. I'm surprised also, you've been everywhere. Are your headphones working? Yeah, are yours? Man, no. Turn the dial, man. Oh, shit. Oh, turn so up, bro. The vines. It's, it's oh, a trap it podcast. It. Turn up. Whoa, it turned up all of I got our it. volumes. We good. There we go. All right. Tech, um, tech, sorry. tech. I, I interviewed the... F- I, I 
fucked up though. Yo, you're well. fine. It's all right. It's, <laughs> it's all, all good. good. So, so, so where do you live now in LA? Yeah, I'm in LA. Uh, a lot of people move out there. Yeah. I did the same. Classic. Makes sense. Classic. Chicago yeah. to bigger sure. city pipeline. Yeah, I was hopping around. Uh, I don't know if it's my permanent residency, but I'm there now. Do you like it? Yeah. Yes and no. Like during the pandemic, I started to not like it. I was like, yeah. what's the point of being here? It's super expensive. There's like a meme. You probably did it. I don't know. But it was like, <laughs> it was like nobody. And then it was like LA. That'll be a hundred dollars because it's true. Yeah. Like every day you're yeah. just spending money there. Yeah. Where, uh, I feel like. Are you? I'm in Los Feliz. Actually, maybe I shouldn't dox myself. It's all right. Whatever. I'm in Los Feliz. He meant Echo Park, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually lives in in Huntington, actually. (laughs) I met Pasadena. Um, (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like New York was the same way during COVID where it was like, oh, I'm sure. I'm paying rent to stay. Like the reason you live in a big city is to go out of your tiny ass apartment and do stuff. And all of a sudden we all had to be in our tiny ass. I moved into a place with a backyard during COVID just because I was like, I can't handle it. Yeah, lucky. Dox yourself. Where are you at? No. I'm, I will dox myself. I live in Ridgewood, Queens, but like, oh, yeah. not like cool Ridgewood. Not like right next to Bushwick. I call it rural Queens because it's like when I moved there, all my neighbors were just like Polish ladies yeah. with grocery carts. It's really nice. <laughs> I am I always say that I'm like a city girl with a country sensibility because I like to be able to go out and do the nightlife, but I like to have a neighborhood that feels like a community yeah. where I like know everybody. So bring a little of the Indiana. Yeah. There. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any, uh, do you, are you have any plants outside? Are you growing anything in your yard? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've grown uh, both the two summers I've lived there. I've grown tomatoes, um, yep. basil. Last year I experimented with uh, sugar snap peas, <laughs> which <laughs> was crazy. I had to do chemistry. It was insane. <laughs> and um, onions. Wow. And there's a there's a fig tree back there. Yeah. They were the best. I'm sure that anyone could grow them and they'd be the best they've ever eaten. But the fact that I grew sugar snap peas in my backyard in Queens Mm -hmm. and they were the best tasting peas I've ever had. Organic? I don't even know. (laughs) I mean cats Richwood Queens, (laughs) I don't know. No, (laughs) there are feral cats that shit in my garden all winter and then every summer I have to resoil it because it's just a cat litter box. Oh my god. The secret to sugar snap peas is actual pee. Yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah, and pee, yeah. Uh, this is the most Midwestern conversation. I feel like we're on delicious dish or something. So do you, like, do you yeah. like corn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us what's growing this season. Anyways, oh my God. Yeah, so Kurt and I just like randomly reconnected because I, I used his song on a Boys Who Can Cook video. Yes. Oh, really? I was like, oh, this what song should I put? Oh, this song's dope, why not? What song no. was it? It was uh original Don remix. Yeah, yeah. it was classic. classic. And yeah, thank you for doing that too, yeah. by the way. It was like it was such a nice thing to see. And yeah. it was some Midwest stuff too. It was it, he made a meme for uh hot frozen hot dog popsicles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. that's a Midwest culinary. Yeah, that's <laughs> classic. Yeah. <laughs> I just ate one this morning before I left my parents' house. <laughs> you just like we were just randomly looking in your feed and you just saw it. You're like, oh yeah. shit. You're like, is this my mom? You is this right my mom's right? recipe? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Ma? <laughs> Did you ever did you ever play any of those like big Chicago festivals like North Coast and stuff? Yeah, I yeah. played. I mean, I played Lollapalooza. That was the yeah. the biggest of them all. Yeah, and it was cool because I played the very first Perry stage that they had. So wow. Lollapalooza was in Chicago for a few years, and then they Perry Farrell was like, "I'm gonna be a DJ," and so he made a Perry stage, mm-hmm. and all it was was like a stage like off in the corner with a folding <laughs> table on it. There wasn't even a drape. Wow. It was just a straight <laughs> up. What year was this? Yes, you could. How long ago? There's was that? photos online. Like uh, that was in 2007, maybe Jesus oh, six. Christ. That's really. Bad. It, it was forever ago, wow. and yeah, you could straight 14. up see. Yeah, <laughs> you were 14. I was 35. Actually. <laughs> so, no, I wasn't. But still, 
But yeah, it was the first Perry stage. And then I was able to, however many years later, I think it's 2016, headline Perry stage. We Sick. brought Post Malone, Dwayne oh, yeah. Wade from the Bulls, Chance the Rapper. No fucking way. Dwayne Wade. It, yeah, it was such a dope, dope that is experience. so, so random. From a folding table to the main stage. From a folding table to D Wade. <laughs> yes, that's the name of my documentary, actually. <laughs> Dropping Wait, this summer. We'll call this episode. So you, you have a song with Post Malone. Did he come out and play yeah, that song? He yeah, he did. Yeah, that's yeah. a sick song, by the way. Yeah, thank you, bro. It's How did that song happen? song. So it's crazy. It's I have not a, really a sleeper. It's got some plays on Spotify. It does, actually. <laughs> compared to my other songs, it's right. got some plays. But that's the shout, out, shout out Post Malone. Yeah. Come Absolutely. Out he has the world's most played song ever. The uh, what? Sun Shower or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh Sunflower. Flower. Yeah, that's yeah. it got it's more than any Beatles song, Michael Jackson, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Huge, it's like the most played that's song. That's him and uh, Sway Lee Sway from Lee, Race yeah. Rubber, right? Great yeah. song, honestly. Yeah, it's a dope song. There's yeah. not that many songs where that I have a lot of plays where I can say this is like a like I actually yeah, like it's it. It's not a guilty know? pleasure. Okay, yeah. let's just take a moment. Historically, Spider-Man soundtracks have bangers. Oh yeah. Really? Um Vindicated oh. by Dashboard Confessional yeah. was made wow. for Spider-Man yeah. 2. Yeah. I know because I'm rewatching all of them right now. <laughs> I, I was like, we we're supposed to interview Dashboard at some point. So yeah. I did a, so much research on them. And yeah, he just that, yeah. Like, put them on the map. Kind yeah, of. that was a oh. banger. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. I, just watched, <laughs> I just watched like the first three have, They actually have another, they have a lot, that soundtrack was very emo. It was when yeah. Spider-Man like went emo a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think he drove a moped too. <laughs> I think he, oh yeah, he did. He did Which, a beat a beat up one. Yeah, he did. I had the reason why I know that is because I used to own a moped shop in Chicago where I used to fix up vintage mopeds and sell them, like like buy them off of Craigslist, fix them up, and then resell wow. them. Wow, hustle and, mentality. Oh yeah, that's that <laughs> yeah. Midwest mentality. You know about that. Yeah. Tell me you didn't sell those sugar snap peas. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely sold them. It's true. Uh, <laughs> but back to the Post Malone thing. He the crazy How'd thing. How you guys is, link up? Yeah. Yeah. So he DM'd me a, a photo of the bad guy from Power rangers that's all it was it was, it was like and this was early 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 in his career so he we had mutual friends the guy that produced a song white iverson is yeah, my like boy white iverson days. yeah it's like yeah. big big tune for him it's my boy uh first and he produced that song and i guess like first probably showed him some of my music i don't mm. know right but i don't know where i got a dm from this random kid and it was the it didn't say anything it was just <laughs> the power rate actually here let's pull it up well we're on here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and we so, can do a zoom. <laughs> yeah, let's zoom in. Let's let's get it loaded up. But yeah, he DM'd me, and uh, that's a really good strategy. It was kind of crazy. Just to DM, like I'm gonna start DMing Cold celebrities' DM. pictures <laughs> of Power he's, Rangers characters. He slid in. Look at look at here it is. That's it. Wow. I don't know if you guys can see. <laughs> Whatever, we'll zoom. In we'll on zoom. It. We'll yeah. zoom. That's yeah, so that so was it. Funny. Hell yeah. So he DM'd me that. With his number, hopefully. I'll blur that out. Uh, that number, I'm sure, is definitely. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. sure it's this is 2015. <laughs> He's from uh, Texas, right? It's probably still a Texas number. Yeah, He's I don't big know. We should now. try calling it, but no, no. Uh, <laughs> Call him right But yeah, he, he slid in the DMs, and then we we chatted, and yeah, we made we made a bunch of songs, actually. And I have, like, a video somewhere of the first session we did where we were just, like, making a bunch of music. And it's cool. He's, like... He didn't really write full lyrics to it, but he was like singing these melodies and getting mm. ideas to a bunch of these songs. And cool. I just have like a bunch of random like Post Tracks. Malone croons right. <laughs> somewhere. Aww. It's kind of cool. endearing. I met yeah. him at a, uh, my friends are in this band called Twin Sister, Mr. Twin Sister. Okay. And they played that festival at the Mets Stadium. I can't remember what it was called, but it was the one where Kanye. No, yeah. different one. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Kanye was, was performing when he found out that Kim got robbed in mm -hmm. Paris. So he like oh, cut he his set it. short. He but my friends were playing at that and they're 
trailer was right next to him and i was like oh i want to i want to say hi to him so bad yeah. and i was like what's a funny thing to do like what <laughs> could i do and i went on his wikipedia and i found out his real name which is austin mm-hmm. and he was like with a group <laughs> he was like with a group of people outside his trailer and i was like hey austin right and he was like yeah and i shook his hand and i was like i'm rachel and he was like hello and then <laughs> I just left. did you see him perform live that day or yeah. that festival yeah, 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 he yeah. only had like three songs out so he played like White Iverson five times yeah, in a row that's, oh, that's I was awesome. not there. mad at it <laughs> yeah. at all it was I was funny. like fuck yeah again like, all right, fuck <laughs> that's <it."> awesome <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> great so you think you're ever gonna put out those uh, unfinished Posties? songs or not really I don't know <laughs> he's, he's pretty big right, right. now so it'll take a lot to clear, to clear. <laughs> yeah but, some post DB sides <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah. I should just like put them on in my house just like while I'm cleaning like like the hip hop beats to study to and just yeah. be Post Malone just <laughs> right. doing his little like Post Malone croons to chill <laughs> yeah. and relax too <laughs> actually you could probably put it on YouTube <laughs> I, I might and you got a dope you got a lot of good features you got a dope song with Waka Flocka T-T-U, yeah two turned up yes Um, I've listened to that song a lot I've also listened to that song uh mosh pit like probably like a million times. oh yeah that song. classic you, you guys have a lot of hits pretty cool yeah how'd yeah. you start working with him with the guy from mosh pit no the um, was, sorry waka. waka yeah that was it was crazy so waka was one of the first dudes in hip-hop to uh like move over to edm like yeah. he he's he just doing, has like energy. drops and stuff yeah. for a bunch like diplo yeah. and everything yeah, yeah. it was yeah. like well he was one of the first but it was him and then lil john and then uh who else was that? There was like Fat Man Scoop was another one who, oh, yeah. who went over. I remember that. And then uh, there's like one other, there was like another rapper that moved over. But the thing was, it was so cool because they would come out to a show early on. Like we we wanted them as hip hop artists to come out to the shows. And I think we played a Mad Decent block party here cool. in New York with, it was like out at one of the baseball stadiums on Coney Island, actually, mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Yeah, Sick. Cyclones. And our, yes, yes. Yeah. Waka Flocka just came to it. And and I remember my manager saying he's like watching a hip hop person experience like an EDM show for the first time like their just mind is blown. Yeah. And they, he just came out and saw the crowd going crazy and like his eyes lit up and I think that's why he wanted to come over to the EDM side of things because it was just so I, turned up, so yeah. hype. And I'm sure Waka's like first songs and his first shows were super hype like that. If you watch some of the videos, he's like moshing and they're going crazy. Yeah, he's like a huge man, right? Oh, he is giant. Is he like six yeah. four or something? Yeah, he's six twelve actually. Oh, in my, yeah, in my mind, he's like <laughs> Yao Ming size. Like, he's so big. He like doesn't make music anymore, right? I don't know, man. I haven't tapped in with him in a while. It's, I think he's I think vegan, he, right? He's he definitely kind of like yeah. he kind of just like was like sick of the bullshit and just like yeah, was man. sick of all that the drama. song. Round of applause. Drake oh, feature is on. one of my favorite songs yeah. of all time. Make the hand clap. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, good. so good. I used so. to play like a, you know, you remember Crankin'? Yeah. I used to play his like, he had a dope remix of that that's song. That's awesome. Shout out Gabe. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool, man. Yeah, he's dope. Damn. I was a huge fan of like the, the like that early trap shit with like, you know, Bauer and yes. Hudmo tonight. All that shit. Hudmo had yeah. a big viral moment recently. Oh, he did? With Seabat. Seabat. <laughs> That's you know. Oh, did it? Was it like a guy redoing it with his voice? I heard that one. A guy said, um, a a, like Reddit post, like Reddit relationship advice post went viral, where this guy was like, "My girlfriend hates my sex playlist. She doesn't like that I fuck to the beat of my sex playlist." And (laughs) everyone was like, "This is insane. What what's on your sex playlist?" Someone found it, and it was Seabat by. (laughs) And then all these people started making memes of them like trying to figure out like how, how he fucks to that beat because it's very irregular. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. I, 
I played like a Shrek rave a few months ago, like right when that song was going viral. And I played like a, a remix of it. I've, someone remixed it in 2017 and made it like much beefier. Because yeah, yeah. the original, like it was made like, I think in like 2010 maybe. Yeah, it was so, so it like wasn't like banging. Yep. It's just like different different yeah. shit back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. You just couldn't make a sub hit that <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't the tools. But. A lot of those, a lot of that early trap stuff was that way. It was like a little weaker, but yeah. even the the tonight dudes who made Seabat and stuff, there's yeah. stuff even to this day that I don't think they try to make it right. like stadium. They don't I, want it to be too. I think they intentionally try to make it sound like hip hop. Yeah, like yeah. like they're making it to fit in with all the hip hop records, mm-hmm. yeah. and most of the EDM trap dudes are making it to fit in with like the stadium sound. Well, I think stuff. that's kind of like when EDM trap kind of took off. They kind of stopped doing yeah. tonight for a little bit. They're yeah. like, we're not really like we want it to be like more hip-hop so yeah. wait what's tonight tnght it's like hudson mohawk and lunas These oh two okay i've heard of that like the a, artist yeah. who do seabat yeah 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 okay. yeah that's yeah. the oh yeah that's right i thought wait yeah it wasn't was yeah. was seabat hudson's song yeah, yeah. yeah it was just, it's hudson, oh, just my hudson yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, my bad i don't <laughs> know my my trap history even yeah. though i asked chat gpt today who were the founders of edm trap and i'm on there so oh, that was, yeah that made me happy. absolutely yeah also that song seabat was in like the first time i heard it was in workaholics Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I think I remember that, actually. It was, like, Sick. a random, like, it was after a house party the next yeah. morning. They were, like, walking through the house, like, looking at all the damage from the party, and Seabat was playing, and I, like, I think I shazammed it, and I was like, oh, shit, I know. You ever, you ever <laughs> had it in your songs in a TV show? I've had them in a movie. I had it in 21 Jump Street. Oh, shit. I don't know about it. Wait, a, I just watched the new, the remake. The, the second. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I the, just, yeah, I just watched that. Like, wow. a few 22 Jump <laughs> Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 22 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 21. 21. Um, is that like a weird experience? I had a friend who had to show like a song what song in a was show. That? It was the TTU with Waka Flocka. Oh, wow. Which oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not a weird experience. I think it's awesome. Can it's, I ask you, is it like TMI to ask like how payment works for that? Do you get like residuals or is it like a one-time licensing thing? That one is a, I don't, actually, I don't know. <laughs> I, I Usually it's like a one-time fee type of thing. Yeah. Maybe there's residuals. I don't think so. Because, like, Every, that would like, be I was like, so if, dope. When I'm watching it the other night, like, are you getting, like, two cents? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, we don't make zero money on most residuals, like, streams and stuff, too. It's, like, yeah. it's, like, barely anything. Yeah. But, yeah, those, it'd be so awesome if it was, like, a huge blockbuster hit movie and you're getting residuals on that. Yeah. I think it was a pretty big movie. Yeah? 22 Jump Street? Yeah. Yeah, I want that Shawshank Redemption money. Yeah, I want to get in there. Uh, in Ooh. perpetuity. Oh, come yeah. on. Wait, can I ask you, is there, have you ever met anyone in, that like you were really starstruck to meet? Yes. So it's wild because I do get to meet all these like quote unquote celebrities and stuff and everyone's just a normal person. Yeah. But the people I looked up to when I was a kid, I have the hardest time interacting with yeah. them. So I was a big fan of this band Primus back in the day. Wow. And Les Claypool, the lead <laughs> singer slash bassist yeah. slash like genius in the group, he played this festival that I played in Australia called Big Day Out. And we and it's a festival where you tour the whole like, like coast of Australia. Yeah, you basically? tour all of Australia. But with the party, with the it was like Mac Miller, Arcade Arcade Fire, like all of us. And we all got to hang out with each other cool. the whole time. So the whole tour's happening. I see Les Claypool the whole time and I'm like, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to say what's up. And like finally the last day they had like a little thing where they let everyone on the tour kind of go to this area and like just like kind of have a day off of like Like vibing. I was like, this is my moment. Oh my God. And I was like, um, I, I, it's, I was like really into your music when I was a kid and 
it's weird that we're playing the same festival, right? And he's just like, what? And I was like, oh my God, I, I turned in my teenage self. Yeah. How and many days had you guys been together? At like that? we had toured the whole summer or whatever. It was like, it was probably like a month or two. And I'm just like, I don't know why. I just like couldn't like, I, I was around all those other people and everyone's just cool. But like, I just turned into my teen Aww. self because I think it like channeled the nostalgic part of me. Yes, and like, yeah. I also wanted to thank him for inspiring me to be weird in music. All, the, all these things I wanted to say, I forgot to tell him. Yeah. And like, no, yeah, that's like, I choked. I've, I've, I'm a strong believer that like pieces of media or like certain things can take you back to like your adolescent oh, self. Yes. That's why I'm afraid to interview Dashboard Confessional. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> because yeah. like I would just become 14 year old me. You'd be like, I, your name's Austin, right? <laughs> and, like, and that's the only interview. <laughs> the only thing in the interview. Oh, that's like such an endearing story, that Les Claypool one. It reminds me of like when you're a kid and you like have a crush on the same person for all of summer camp and then you wait till the last day to tell him. <laughs> that's what it was. And you're like, damn, what could what, said, what could my summer it, have been? Was he like positive reaction or not really? He was positive. The other thing that's kind of funny is he's a germaphobe. So he wow. didn't even, I went to like shake his hand and he like he like he like limp palmed me. Right. He like didn't even dap. He like limp palmed. And I and I think that also shook me up. Yeah, I was that like puts not, you on the wrong foot. It was yeah, the wrong wrist. It was like so awkward. Like Larry David I, moment. It was just, it was yeah. so awkward. But that yeah. that was kind of the only thing. I bet if I meet any of the surviving Beastie Boys, Mike D or Ad Rock, I would probably do the same. Yeah. yeah. Those they super influenced my career. Me too. And me as a person. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. is there anyone you could meet that would you'd trip out like that? Um I don't I feel think like so. you're like a I think like the terminally only, chill. The only person, <laughs> the only two people I haven't met that I really look up to is like uh Mark and Tom from Blink 182. True. Oh dope. Yeah. I hung out with Travis and like it was kind of it was very chill. I hung out with him like two times. Mm. And it was super chill. He's like kind of a quiet guy. Yeah. But he was like asking me a bunch of business questions. Whoa. Yeah. So about I thought like, that was pretty cool. He was like asking me like a bunch of shit. I was like, oh. He's like, should I invest in Doge? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> to the like, moon. I Travis Barker. I can't think of anyone that I would like. I don't think I would get starstruck, but I think I would like absolutely slay a Blink-182 interview. Yeah. Oh, I bet yeah. you would. You know your shit. Yeah. yeah. That, would be, that would be a really long one. <laughs> Yeah, for real. You could do like a day long interview, probably. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be. I, that's gonna be a hard one to. You get, should do a hundred and eighty-two minute interview <laughs> with Blink One Eighty Two. What's that James Franco movie? Where he's buried underground. One hundred twenty-seven hours. Oh the God. interview. It would be. It would probably be a bad interview. People would be like, "What the fuck's he talking about?" Well, I think you're like so specialized. Like it'd be like me listening to an HVAC guy talk about how to do HVAC. I'd right. be like, oh, "Okay, yeah. you, I can tell you care about this a lot." I think it's like the. the it would be like the best interview i could probably get would you would you get like kind of nardwar with it because you know so much would you have like some i wouldn't go uh the thing is that there's not that many deep cut stuff with that kind of band because like everyone knows pretty much everything about them like there's so much like youtube content and i'm sure interviews about them so it would be hard for me but i would probably come up with something do they have a nardwar no Dang. I don't. I don't think they ever went to British Columbia. No, I'm yeah, joking. that's true. They, maybe they do. They is probably do have a Nardwar. Honestly, yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh. Vancouverian. I'm here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. He says it every interview. Damn. Yeah. I guess I've just been watching clips. We're here with <laughs> yep. Rachel, and we're in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Uzi toured through Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, Nard- yeah. Nardwar Everyone has done a does. few outside of BC though. He did like yeah, some South by Southwest. They bring him to oh, the, the yeah. festivals. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he stays in Canada a lot. Like he does a radio show up there. Actually, I've met him outside of the Nardwar character a little bit. Oh, before really? his radio it's a show. character? 
kind of. Okay. He's, like he just he just does an extra. He, he turns it on. Right. Yeah. 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 So like we he has a radio show that's after some of my friends. Shout out Tony and Tyler. They, they used to have this radio show uh, back when they were in college. I don't know if they're still doing it. Maybe they are. <laughs> but anyway, their show was before his. So he would come in and get ready. And he's like, hey, hey, I'm Nardware, whatever. Like just kind of keeping it pretty monotone. Yeah. And then pff, on air flips on and he just. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, like, yeah. Just turns it's like it away a super on. like a radio personality. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Some it's old school shit. like a protective thing almost if you're in any way in the public eye. Like you have a little bit of a persona you turn on. Yeah. The yeah. one person who doesn't that I've met and hung out with a bunch is, or I'm sorry, that doesn't have like a on off yeah. is Riff Raff. He is like him a hundred thousand percent. Man. I've been, I've been at his house just chilling and he's just the, that dude. He's just always what is on. his real name. His last name is like Horst or something. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what his first name I just, is. His last name just has always stuck in my mind. Horst. <laughs> it's just such a good, good sound. It is. It's like you're mispronouncing horse. <laughs> I remember when him, I think, was it, was he part of that four, three loco thing? He was. Yeah. Andy Melanakis. Oh, uh, yeah. Him and... Uh, I don't know who the other guy was. Uh, he's the comedian dude that's kind of handsome, but I don't know his name. Um, Simon Rex? Simon Rex. Oh, he is. Simon Rex, you're handsome. I forgot Simon his rap Rex, name. He has a cool handsome. rap name, though. He's in Red Rocket, that movie yeah. that came out recently. Oh. I didn't yeah. see it. They did that. Uh, they sampled the We Are Farmers song, and then they had to do that was sample. So, <laughs> dude, they did a We Are Farmers. Right? Yeah. It's so sick. I remember going to see Spring Breakers. Um, oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to like a 10 a.m. showing of Spring Breakers, and I was, me and my friend were the only people in the theater. Just a great experience. Who made that movie again? I forgot. It was uh, Harmony Corinne. Yeah. 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 You know, he got banned movie. from uh, Letterman because he was, I can't remember. On acid. He was, like, going through somebody's purse, one of the other oh, famous awesome. guests. It was, like, Susan Sarandon or something. That's hilarious. Like, backstage going through her purse. That's awesome. It's like, sorry, he couldn't be here tonight. Letterman, yeah. another Midwestern legend. Wait, what? Yeah. Where? Indiana. Wow. Yeah, his uh, mother-in-law went to the church my dad preached at. Whoa. Also, Peyton Manning went there, but I hate We need to guy. unpack this in a minute. We'll save that for the break. <laughs> where, where does, Later where does his show record, Leonard, or did it record Letterman? Was it in New York? Uh, I want to say yes, but it might have been L.A. I don't know. Wait, where, where the actual show was? Yeah. yeah. That was Letterman. New York. Yeah. That was New York. Is... Yeah, yeah. I don't know stuff. Yeah, it's all good. It's <laughs> yeah. here where this is filmed yeah, in the, New York. The only time I've yeah, seen like, like Letterman shows is like little YouTube clips of him like, yep. uh, this is Blink-182 playing What's My Age Again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, back to Blink-182. Yeah. It. it always comes back. Yeah, it does. <laughs> there's, one, there's one video of Blink-182 playing on Letterman. And they all just look like they're angry at each other. Oh, and like Whoa. Tom has like a black eye, so it looks like they had like a fight. That's or coming up in the interview. Sick. Yeah, that's gonna get it in the interview. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, so this video on this date, 1994. <laughs> what's what going on? <laughs> Did you guys fight or something? Because see, Tom's a little angry. I'm still trying to think of someone I would like, someone I would be really, really nervous to meet. Everyone I think of is dead. I don't know. I've met everyone. I think I've met most people <laughs> I, that I like. I can see to. why you'd be nervous. I, like, why are you here? No, I just think like all the like people I idolize, famous people I idolize are pretty much dead. Like who? Like, like Mac Leonard Miller? Cohen or like Elliot Smith or like, I mean, I'd fuck with meeting Dean Martin. Mm-hmm. Is he still alive? I don't think so. Is he the guy that made the Martin guitars? No, he's uh, <laughs> he has, he's actually the host of the Martin Show. Actually, he was in he was in the Rat Pack. He was like homies with Frank Sinatra. Oh, okay. yeah. He sang uh, "That's Amore." Oh wow! wow. Yeah, it, or the the version of "Baby It's yeah. Cold Outside" that everyone knows. Oh man, that's a very problematic. Yeah. Wow, classic. <laughs> he's a stud. 
Wait, so I heard a rumor that you mixed and mastered uh, the Harlem Shake. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. That you know, that's a little Nardwar. Nardwar moment. That's a little Nardwar. Nardwar I actually yeah. like remember everything. So I remember, I think you guys like tweeted it once or something. Yeah. But uh, how did like, how did that work with Bauer when he was like first getting started? He would like ask you guys to like help him with mixing or stuff like that or how was how did that work it was i don't know less like well how it how it came about so i was living in brooklyn in greenpoint at the time bauer was in i don't know he was in brooklyn somewhere too and we were all just starting this whole trap stuff together. It was so yeah. cool. We were all just oh, like, so you were like hanging out in the same room and shit. Yeah, like oh, kind of. Well, no, it was just weird. He like sent me it, and I don't know why. Maybe I offered it. I don't know because it was forever. It was four thousand beers ago. But I, <laughs> I like definitely know that we were communicating, and I, maybe telepathically. Maybe telepathically. <laughs> he was so close. Um. And like, yeah, we had gotten up and like made beats and stuff a few times. And I was like, dude, I'll just mix and master this. Cause I was doing some mixing stuff at that time, mixing mm-hmm. other people's music and mm-hmm. our music. And so like, I just wanted to beef it up for him. So I just did it like, cause he's the homie. I did his whole yeah. first EP for Mad Decent. So it was, oh, wow. it was, yeah, well, it was just two songs. I it like was, those songs. It was, yeah. Those are fucking good songs, man. Yow, Harlem Shake. And then it was, uh, he did a remix for us, the roll up remix, which mm-hmm. is better than the original, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, most people would say that. Yo. <laughs> no offense, obviously. <laughs> no, it's so dope. Like, it goes. I, like, it's the only one I play. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's cool I'm, to be able to say that about like your own thing. Oh, somebody yeah. else remixed. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think that's cool. And uh, hopefully that's what maybe even Diplo would say about our remix of Original Dawn. Yeah. It's better than the original. So, like, yeah. I, I, I don't even, honestly, like, not Original Dawn. I never. I don't think I ever heard the original original Don. Yeah, it's it's not. No offense to yeah Major Lazer and Party Squad, but Major Lazer's huge. But but that that had like such a cultural impact that trap remix of that. Oh man, yeah, it should change the world. I mean, for me at least, like after I heard that, because I was also like at the time making electronic music and I was kind of making trap music, but it just like didn't make sense. I wasn't calling it trap. I was just making it, and I didn't know. And then you guys did it, and I was like, "Oh shit, that fucking makes sense." Yeah. What, year, what year was that? It's like 2011, yep. 2012, yeah, 2010 damn. to 11. Yeah, 11. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. That was like peak. Yeah. Me just dropped out of college, going to like North Coast and Lala oh. era. So I was just like, like when I first started, right place, right time. doing yes. Molly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna sell LSD now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So how'd you guys? Uh, come up with that logo that you guys had the yeah the, yeah, the warning sign so warning sign. that was so we were working with dust Rock, rest in peace who was the mm-hmm. art director for fool's gold records at the time mm. and we put out an ep called jubilation oh uh, yeah that had like uh that had the original roll up on it right did it did i think that or, or maybe the look second out girl one. It had lookout girl on it for sure mm-hmm. i don't remember if that original ep had roll up maybe the second one did because right oh right 2.0. And then there's like, is there like a Lunas remix of Lookout Girl too? Yep. That yeah. shit is dope. Wow. I need to go back and read it. <laughs> it's so wild. Time yeah. flies. But, uh, I love Lunas too. Huge oh, shout he's, out to he's so dope. Yeah. Uh, who was the other guy in tonight with? Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just bringing it back. I appreciate Look, it. Little yeah. callback. I'm sitting here like, I'll just smile like I know who that is. <laughs> it's cool because it's like, I like saw the whole movement. Like, I'm, I'm not young. I guess I'm probably only like 10 years younger than you or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I like it's cool to see like a movement happen and just like you know follow the threads. Just like watch it, as watch see all the artists. Just yeah. like like I saw it, you got. I mean, like I knew about you guys before the original Down remix, mm-hmm. and then when that came out, it kind of just like it really like changed the world for like EDM and trap and everything. Yeah. And it really just like made a new sound that everyone was just you know 
I when, think when Sonny texted me and was like Flashdramas, like I think we're gonna do Flashdramas. I was like, damn, I recognize that name from when I used to stream music on Groove Shark. While you were selling LSD. Well, yeah, but I just mean like it brought me well, right back to like yeah. 2011. I was like, I'm still What's... scrobbling my plays on Last FM. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're, we're still using iTunes library. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Last F. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I thought about looking it up actually, like before the podcast to see what I had scrobbled by oh, Flashdramas. That's what it was called when you like playlist. Unfortunately, it? yeah, and I just said it twice. Gazuntite <laughs> <laughs> again. Scrobbled. Uh, but <laughs> what I was going to say to that though, that era of like EDM trap was like it brought swag back into dance music. It really did. Like, like, like dance music was kind of becoming dubstepy and like mm-hmm. electro and like, it just lost its kind of swag. Yeah. And then that, that and mad decent and all of that just kind of brought the like swag back. Into yeah. The it kind of just like, it was a huge shift in like where electronic music could go. And it just kind of opened the doors to like, cause like obviously hip hop is roots it rooted in dance music. Yeah. So like, it just makes sense that it would yeah. turn into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna. It, that's the cool thing about music is it just like it constantly keeps re reinventing itself, but also like repurposing old yeah. things. Taking everything because yeah. like yeah. there's so much history, yeah. even in like even though it's like ten years old now or whatever. But in like trap EDM music, when you listen to it, you recognize all the sounds. Yeah, and you're just like, oh shit, I know the sound, but like I never heard it like this. But yeah, it definitely brought like a new bounce to to dance music and like a new. I was super not into, I was into all like weird electronic music. I was never into like, um, like Tiesto and all that. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of my friends were into Swedish it. Swedish but, Mafia. Uh, yeah. So I was kind of like into dubstep. And then once Trap came out, I was like, that's it. This is my fucking like genre. <laughs> yeah. I have a, oh, go ahead. No, I just, I just remember like at that time going to see like jam bands and stuff at like Congress. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. Like Lotus or something <laughs> and like Flux Pavilion yeah. and just being like, I don't really know what I'm going to, but it seems like I'm going to have a nice time. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And then I wanted, I wanted stuff that was like, I don't know. I was listening to hip hop. So I wanted stuff that had a little bit more flavor, like danceability yeah. Yeah. for me and a little less like I'm entering a K hole. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got, because I became a, like, a producer around that time i started producing probably like five years before that mm-hmm. so i kind of started to hate uh like house music that was just like four on the floor because it was just so boring and like it doesn't really challenge your ear you're yeah. just like even when you're dancing it's not really challenging you're just like and everyone's yeah, just like yeah. this so i would dj a lot and i would end up having to play a lot of house music and yeah. it's fucking annoying yeah. but then once trap came out i would start playing like remixes of songs that people already knew yep. yeah but like trap remix so it definitely like it was it was awesome to just like even be a dj at that time because everything was so new and different yeah and, you know these days it's it's hard to like find a new electronic artist that has like their own sound and like yep. it's very rare it's gonna happen again though it, yeah. it always goes in waves yeah of course i i kind of feel it coming back now mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna ask you guys both of you because you are into pop punk. We were talking about like what I what we did with the CDM trap stuff is we like merged the Tiesto sounds with like mm-hmm. the Lex Luger Southern stuff. And we kind of made a new genre from these two existing things. Yeah. The question is like with like the current, I guess it's a little bit not so current, but all the hip hop that's out lately has been a lot of like pop punk inspired um, yeah. melodies and singing over like trap beats. Uh, what is y'all's viewpoint on that or whatever? You don't even have to say. I mean, it, I think like, it makes sense. Like, yeah. like it was I, bound to happen. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like, I mean, examples of that are like 
Uzi was even, yeah, I mean, true. aesthetically very influenced by punk. And then you have like Juice World, and then yeah. there's like the sorry cringe elements of it, like MGK. Sorry, yeah, of course. Again. Yeah, but, like when you think about it, like pop punk in itself is kind of like a juxtaposition. Yeah. Like punk is this really nasty sound. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then pop. So when like when Blink One Eighty Two dropped that album, like Enema of the State, mm-hmm. it was the first clean punk album, mm-hmm. and that's why it did so well. Cause it was a huge. It was like a huge just juxtaposition of sounds. Now it's like, what do you mean? Pop punk? We hear that shit in like 90s movies. Right. You know, but really, if you think about it, it's like insane that these two genres would even match together. Well, also, not to get too like weird about it, but I guess like (laughs) when um, rap and hip hop like first came up, it was like interesting and how aggressive an expression of like masculinity most of it was like that Mm -hmm. was what was revolutionary about Mm -hmm. it and since like that space has been made now it's more revolutionary for like young new hip-hop artists to like express emotions and yeah that's the more interesting thing you can do rather than just like aggressive (laughs) yeah 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 i i mean i was a huge fan of lil peep too so i wouldn't say he was like the first one to do it because there's probably like scattered out like a few artists who dabbled yeah. in it you know yeah. but uh little peep i guess like that it just like it always changed obviously yeah. but mm-hmm. little peep was kind of like an early like uh an earlier version of that mm-hmm. yeah of like that um emo sound mixed with the trap but i think it was all bound to happen yeah like i feel like the 2010s was like you know trap every obviously like hip-hop trap was big but then everyone was just like Let's mix everything with trap. Yeah, and yeah. like pop music became trap. Yeah. Like Katy yeah. Perry. Oh was yeah. Like, what was that song with uh, Juicy J? Yeah, the Dark oh, Horse. That thing's like a obviously yeah, yeah. But like if you listen to it, it's literally yeah. it was it's definitely an EDM trap song. Exactly. It has like a, a it has a drop. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah. someone She's you know obese. produced that. Right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Who <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have a fucked up bars. I like will not even like a song and know all the words. That's Um, awesome. What kind of music were you listening to in like high school? Uh, High school was Beastie Boys. Shout out them. Mm. Uh, What was it? I was listening to kind of some drum and bass music at the time. Uh, The Hackers soundtrack was huge. The movie Hackers was like a big drum and bass was probably crazy if you listened to it back then. Oh yeah, it was It was like called Jungle at the time, which was like a light cultural appropriation name. But uh, the yeah, I was like this type of stuff I listened to was like Raga Jungle, which was like a mix between like reggae and jungle, and like it was like really like reggae influenced. That was kind of what I was into. How did you get into that in Kalamazoo? Yeah, that's okay. So (laughs) it's kind of awesome how. Like I culture, how I got culture in Kalamazoo. I was I always thought about that, but it was mainly skate videos. Is oh. what mm-hmm. like because I was yeah, I love that shit. Skate <laughs> videos brought culture to like smaller areas. Yeah. Like, it was like absolutely it, like there was this one called Four One One Video Magazine, which mm-hmm. was like a monthly magazine. For, and it was Mountain. Ma- yes, yeah. There, it was made here in New York. Like mm-hmm. it was like a lot of New York street skating. So on those. You would watch the dude or girl's part and it would have like Gangstar on it or it would have like all these like local like yeah. New York hip hop artists. Yeah. But then there'd also be like one of the skaters who like loves like, I don't know, The Clash or whatever. Yeah, that's that's and how like, I got into The Cure. Yeah, see? Yeah. I heard I heard this guy play uh, close to me in like a skate video. Yeah. I was Sick. like, what the fuck is this what song? Is this music? I was, yes. It was probably like in year 2000, you know, like when it was an old song already. Mm-hmm. But I heard that shit. Uh, I was like, what is that song? What is that song? And I never knew. I wasn't able to figure out what the song was. And then like probably like five years later, I saw um, this rapper sample the yeah. song. Wow. And then 
It was, what's her name? Lady Sovereign. Oh, yeah. She sampled wow. Close to Me. I forgot about her. I was like, well, I know this song. And then I was able to look at the Wikipedia, what she sampled. Wow. That's crazy. I figured you out know, the cure. The that's <laughs> that's how I found the cure wow. through Lady Sovereign. I, that's an insane... As everyone has found the cure yeah. <laughs> through a I, uh, grime, female grime artist. I yeah. found, like, living in Indiana, similar, right? And, like, I was a ramp tramp, but I wasn't oh. watching skate videos. You know, I was yeah. just there to look at boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I found music just from checking out CDs at the library. Like, oh, wow. that's how I found The Cure. Wow. I would, like, pick CDs based on do they have cool covers and then take yeah. them home. And I found the so Cure many. probably had some dope covers. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I would just be like, this looks pretty. Let's take that home. And I'd burn them all onto my computer and then return yes. them, which was, like, definitely not allowed. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like what you're not allowed to do yeah. specifically. <laughs> It's like, no, I'm just listening to all of these in one week. <laughs> I, I This is an off-camera thing, but she was saying she was at the library today uh, <laughs> and and was checking out books. I love how you go to the library to find culture. Like, it's yeah. like, it's a rare, it's a dying thing. I mean, honestly, I, I have always been like a library head, but I haven't been in a while. Today, I was just like, oh. Sure, wow. you go every day. Yes. <laughs> I live there. Um, I was like, oh, cool. I can sit down. That's why they call it the library. <laughs> You're there every day. <laughs> I love that you said skate videos because, like, I grew up skateboarding and shit, and I feel like if it wasn't for skateboarding, I would not, like, be sitting in this chair right now. Wow. Like, yeah. You're wearing a shorty shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of just, like, it opens up your, it just opens up your mind to, like, countercultures and stuff, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. All about, like, that's the, that was the coolest thing. Because skateboarding is an expression of your self, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, whether the way you dress, also the way you skate is part of that, too. But yeah, the style. music, of course, is part of that. It, yeah. it, like, it's all, like, the trifecta. And so... If you can relate to one of these skaters and those videos, then you can probably relate to the music, all of that. Like, I definitely made my identity, like, shaped around a lot of that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's where you kind of first see, like, like you were saying, there was no other way to see, like, any culture. Yeah. So you would get, like, 411VM and you would see this dude just, like, killing. And also, it kind of got me into hip-hop. Like, a lot of skaters were putting hip-hop. And back then... They didn't have to pay for the rights. Right, I know. I mean, like they had to, but they just song. didn't. Yeah. They yeah. just didn't pay for yeah. it. It's not that they didn't have to, but it just, the video wouldn't get big enough yeah. because it wasn't on the internet. You were buying it at the skate shop. Yeah. So like, he's not, like the artist is not going to randomly walk into a skate shop and hear the song. Hey, are any of my songs on this video? But yeah, yeah. I found a like, uh, I was, I've been watching skate videos the last like, because I told you I was like, I had like a surgery and I had to like chill yeah. for like a month in bed. Mm-hmm. So I was watching so many skate videos and I was listening to the songs. A lot of them are like drum and bass songs. Yeah. And this is like year 2001. Yep. Where people weren't even like, it wasn't even a thing. It was so far from what people yeah. were listening to. I, I, but you hear an escape video and it just sounds insane. Yeah. I feel like in the Midwest or like certain parts of the U.S. that are small and boring, no offense, but true, um, there's not a lot of like counterculture available to you or yeah. like avenues for rebellion. And mm-hmm. like skating was one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like skating and like there's some okay Midwest punk culture. Like, unless you wanted to, like, get into abusing opiates, like, the only real way you could rebel in the Midwestern mm-hmm. United States was get into some subcultural, like, countercultural music. Fucking punk rock, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Straight no, up. Or skating. True. And that would, like, for me, there was the videos and things like that, but then it would, I would, there was a local record store mm. that I would go to, and I'd hear those drum and bass songs or the punk songs or whatever, and go and be like, do you guys have this... There was this group called the Propellerheads, I remember at the time. They were like an early dance, not EDM, this is pre-EDM. 
they had a song where they actually sampled a skateboard going on a half pipe Sick. back and it goes wow. and it pans left to right wow. and it was like i remember hearing it in something and i was like i need to get this song and i went and asked the guy at the record store and they the guy at the record store kind of took us under his wing and nice. like started showing us more stuff dj shadow all these different things Hell and like yeah. It snowballs. I've seen oh, Shadow so. in skate videos. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hell he's yeah. definitely there. But he's from Chicago, right? No. No. Shadow. If he is, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually I don't know, know anything either. about him. I just yeah. I've heard the name a lot. I think he's from like the Bay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't Classico. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Damn. Fact check that someone in the comments. <laughs> yeah. So. Wait, I'm. I really want to ask uh, about something uh, that I'm seeing on your notes. Me. Go ahead. Can I, I jack your notes? Do it. I still have an answer to something that wasn't finished, but tell me, ask oh, me the what question. Is it? I can, I can hold on to it. What it's you played there. at the gathering of the juggalos? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that wasn't a question. In, that was a comment. It's in like, huge. Yes, it's in huge letters over here. Yeah, and I just so we should do that. Yeah, so it. I was the first, maybe only uh, EDM DJ act to play at the gathering of the juggalos. When, when did that even happen? Uh, and that was in two thousand and seventeen, maybe. Oh, wow. So uh, it's like kind of recent. Yes, it was. No, it was. Oh, no. It, wait, I'm sorry. Rewind. It was wait, wait. not that recent. It was like in 2015. Okay, okay. but still okay. after the We blow need to Google up. this. Still like after the Seven years up. ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either way, it was It was a while ago. But the, And you ask how I... I wait, that. doesn't it always take place in... So it, it used to take place in... I'm a... Just as much as you know about Blink-182, I know all of that about St. <laughs> Cloud Isn't Posse. it Michigan? Uh, yes. It, it <laughs> okay. So, so Insane Clown Posse is from Michigan, mm -hmm. where I'm from. Yeah. And that's kind of why I wanted to do the gathering. It was like, it was weird. Somehow, like, we, I think we tweeted at them or something, and then they responded, and then we just kind of talked with them. But what I always admired, so we have, a like, a fan base that's, like, Flostradamus fans, and they're called the Hoodie Nation. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing was, like, it would just be so dope if Hoodie Nation became, like, the Juggalos are for Insane Clown Posse. Because, like, yeah. Insane Clown Posse has the most dedicated fans. Yep. That they are... They probably don't even listen. I'm sure they do listen to the music, but like it isn't even about the music. There's such more a about, like the culture. There's such a lifestyle yeah. and such a culture that the music is secondary, which yeah. is cool. And I was like, I would love to do that with my fans at one day. So like, I talked with we talked with like Insane Clown Posse somehow, and then it got to the point, and then an offer came in, or we put an offer in. Usually, the way it works is like people put offers in for me to play places. Like I'm playing tonight but in this Brooklyn. This one, you were like, can I play? I think it was. <laughs> Oh, man, all these things are so far ago, but it was something like either way they said yes, and we DJ'd it, and it was one of the wildest experiences of my life. You have a whippet sticker on there. There was so much yeah. whippets. It came with my. I have a like. I do dabs with a torch sometimes. <laughs> it came so with it. It came with the torch. sure, yeah. sure. I got a nice collection of stickers. You do, yeah. I love that you you have pop sockets on a laptop. Oh yeah, genius. The, the story behind this, uh, it's pretty funny. So one time I was moving out of an apartment. Mm -hmm. And I had put these pop sockets on the fridge. Oh, wow. And I just like wanted them. Yeah. And I wanted to keep them. So, because like it's an Instagram one. And I was just like, I'm just going to put on my laptop for now and then I'll figure out where I'm going to put it. Because I definitely don't want it on my phone. And now yeah. you can <laughs> carry your laptop on the go. Yeah, you just can. One I got four, I can, yeah. I can pop them up if I want to. <laughs> Uh, this one's a spinny pop. There you go. I want I want people to put pop sockets on just random things <laughs> like out there. It's a sticker at that point. I, yeah. I actually got this because oh shit. Do you know like the fuck the Shorty Awards? One of those award Webby maybe Webby. One of these award things. I was like a contestant. I didn't win, mm -hmm. but um, they give you a pop sock. as because I was a finalist. I was like in the top five. Like pop socket was like oh here's a free uh, thing with your logo on it. Send cool. us your logo. 
Hell okay. yeah. Cool. That's dope. Yeah. And like, you know, where else am I going to put it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, I'm not going to put it on my phone. No? <laughs> but, you should put one on your toilet seat. Yeah. That's a great idea. I should put them back on my Be new fridge. a poop fridge. socket. I'm going to put them on the new <laughs> fridge. These things, they transfer pretty well, too. They, it's like still sticky. I've you know? never been able to get one off once I put it on something. Yeah. It's permanent. Yeah. So uh, whippets. Yeah. So back to the whippets. So, yeah. uh, yo, it was the, the crazy thing was, so when the, when, I, I got a couple of stories, but one of them was when the like night started happening and the, mm. it started getting darker, you would hear off in the woods just like, oh my God. So it was just all people all, just ripping. You whippets. like the ASMR? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, yeah. And they were ripping all over, like, like whippets everywhere. Like so many whippets. Like they, the culture loves whippets there. It's wild. Yeah. I also saw a naked woman. I believe she's a woman. Shit. In front of me. Wow! Wow! Uh, I feel the, like she I've... tried to open the porta potty. It was closed. She's like, "Fuck it." Been there. Just yeah. shit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hasn't. Uh, and then I I have told this story before, so sorry if I'm repeating it, but I accidentally smoked crack at the gathering oh of the juggalos. Where else? Where else yeah. does that? Happen? I, I have I a know. friend who who also accidentally smoked crack, but I want to hear your story. <laughs> that was. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like a blunt was getting passed around in a rotation, and I hit it, and some dude was like, "Yo, that's the one with the whatever in it," and I was like, "What?" And then his friend's like, "Oh, that's the one with the the wow, jiggies in it like or whatever he called it." Training day. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know the reference. What, what was Did it he like? Crack? What was uh, the, no, he the... accidentally smokes a weed sprayed with PCP. Oh wow! Yeah, I forgot that ref. Do you remember what it was like or not really being high on crack? Uh, well, I luckily like Bill Clinton hit it by the because like I didn't like take a big old hit. I took like a light hit, so wow. I didn't inhale like Bill Clinton. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm probably still on the crack right now. Actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's lasted this long. <laughs> That'd be funny if you like got arrested that night and it was like would crack in your system. Would it be funny? <laughs> it would be funny. It wouldn't be funny, but it would be like 10 years later. Yeah. Now. <laughs> That's Damn. awesome. Michigan has such a rich cultural heritage. Wait, so yes, we do actually. <laughs> Michael like, Moore. Yeah. Michael. Did the Juggalos like Flostradamus? <laughs> So were, were they fucking with it? Were yeah, you? they did. So like we ended up winning them over in the end. It was... It was wild. So, like, part of if you play the Gathering of the Juggalos, they haze whatever artist is their first time. They'll throw things at oh them. Right. They'll like, they'll like do like whatever, like crazy shit. Like Tia, Tia Tequila, the ex. Uh, wow. Yeah. I probably the first influencer ever on the internet. But mm -hmm. anyway, she got human shit thrown at her while oh, she was no. there. It's amazing. It hit her. Josh, who used to be in Floss, he got a rock like probably slingshotted at him because it hit him in his eye and it cut his eye open. Yeah. Uh there was, this is the craziest, like, out of all the crowds I've, like, looked out upon and while I was playing, this was probably the craziest. There was, like, live mortars going off in the middle of the crowd. Jesus. Like, what is that, like a bomb? Like, no, a, like, fireworks. Like, uh, a like industrial but, like, tubes, level fireworks. Like, the ones that they do at, right. like, the shows. Like July 4th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, in the middle of the crowd, just randomly, like, doo, Damn. Doo, doo. That's insane. Was but, it people doing it or, like, yeah. oh, wow. oh, no, it was people doing it. Just random setup. people. Yeah, it's it was definitely Have an you experience. ever watched any of, like, those, like, documentaries from the gathering i've probably seen i've Man. definitely heard of people shitting everywhere american culture <laughs> is so rich oh, it's it's, amazing. <laughs> it's, it's honestly just, the most american thing i've ever done in my life i just learned recently and i'm probably gonna butcher this but i was just reading random shit about icp that like how, how many people are in it three two two okay yeah, like when they it. were kids or younger they like found a butterfly and decided to keep it as a pet and it died and so now all of their albums are dedicated to the butterfly. Wow. Because they feel really bad about it. This is maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. I they have like so they did a series of uh 
like albums they're, they're everything about their whole branding and everything is so dope yeah but they did a series of albums that was like I don't know the name of them, but they were like all these different gestures, like different clown gestures. Mm -hmm. And then this one that they released like back in the 90s was supposed to be their last album. They're going to put it out and kill themselves, which they didn't. Yeah. But, but <laughs> Spoiler alert. Put it out and kill themselves. Yeah. But the like fuck? I was like, I just, when I was in high school and they were doing that, I was like, that shit is kind of dope. Like yeah. it was like really cool to me. Like on some Andy Kaufman. Artist thing. mythology. Yeah. I didn't know they so had cool. so much like concept art. They do. They, like Their whole like vision is really dope. Yeah. And, the culture around it gets like laughed at or whatever all the time. But I think there's like really some cool oh, culture happening. There. I wonder yeah. if there are people who like juggalos who dress like a juggalo when they're not at the gathering. Do you oh, think? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I've seen but them. But like all the time? Or <laughs> at just like, like the sometimes? mall and shit. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what kind of job you have where you can dress like a juggalo, like face paint. But Definitely I would some. I would say like there's goths and stuff that dress up yeah. all the time. Yeah. And like there's punks who like spike their hair all the time. It's, yeah. it's a similar thing. So you also... Out of all the weird places you've uh, DJed, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Wait, that's yeah, another Nardwar. I saw that on the wiki page <laughs> today. Like, yeah, what other artists have you had on here? <laughs> Yo Gabba Gabba? Zero, um, none. The Gathering. My Chemical Ro I saw like a, a tweet about My Chemical Romance that they said no to David Letterman, but they said yes to Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> or some shit like that. I don't know if it was Letterman. It was like one of the Maybe. late night shows. Yo Gabba yeah. Gathering. Oh, wow. That's They should do that. The hybrid. <laughs> I was trying to find the video on YouTube. It's on there. It's, yeah. it, it when is was out this? There. Um, it was, that was forever ago. That was in 2000 and... Let's go. Let's let's. I, I, all these dates, don't I don't know. know. They're all rough remember. estimates, but I'm gonna say 2008. I didn't think. I didn't know Yoko Gabba Gabba has been around that long. Oh yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. Uh, and what what they did is they had a touring Yo Gabba Gabba, and it came through Chicago, and they had us instruct little kids this dance called the Peanut Butter Stomp. Do you remember it? I don't remember the dance. Are you just saying that so you don't have to do it for us? Exactly. <laughs> I do it every morning in the shower, so I know. <laughs> so you taught children to dance. Uh, we taught children to dance, yeah. And the funny thing is that my career has been, this year is 17 years I've been doing Foster Thomas, that those kids are probably at my shows now, which is wild. Wow. Probably like, yo, I was in the Yo Gabba Gabba, yeah. and you taught me how to dance, and now I'm a fucking dancer. <laughs> yeah. like, That's what the stripper said to me. <laughs> the children are the future. Yeah. That's hilarious. Dear I can't believe you're on Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, That's sick. Man. I would love to be on Yo Gabba Gabba. I love that you know that. Let me let me finish the other thing. So you oh, ask yeah, about yeah. the warning sign logo. Oh, ago. sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all good. We're bringing it back. Yes, I don't dude. mind. Uh, so that was uh, Dust LaRock and I collabed on that. And uh, the idea was like old rave flyers and old rave like uh, memorabilia. They always had like warning signs. They always had biohazard logos mm -hmm. and things like that. So we had like worked together on it. And it was just the very first album, that Jubilation one you were talking about. Yeah. That had like probably the first roll up on it. It was the album art for that. And then when we started like talking about it on the internet, people started putting the warning sign emoji on mm -hmm. like tweets and things like that. And it was kind of cool to have an emoji yeah. like as like our branding stuff. So we we ended up like readopting that and making it the logo. I got one of those too. That's crazy. Having an egg there is great. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're right. You do. Oh yeah. That's it's yeah. so dope to have that. And to us, it was kind of like how Justice had the cross. Yeah. Like there was something about justice. that. They they like the only other person that can rock the cross is Jesus. And they took it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's but very they, French. Yeah, it's very French, <laughs> yeah, actually. Mm -hmm. 
But they, uh, I loved what they did with that. And I don't know, there was a similar thing with this. It was like, well, the fans, a lot of the, uh, of what built floss was like fan built. So like <clears throat> they were doing the emojis. We started wearing hoodies on stage with that warning sign on us. Oh uh, yeah. I, I got, I got a few of those. You hoodies. do? I, I actually have like a, a I have a t-shirt hoodie that has like the, the logo over here. Yeah. And it's like a iridescent, like a black light 3M. Oh, the 3M one. Yeah. yeah the reflective. Yeah. Yeah. I still wear it because I'm a huge fan of t-shirt hoodies. Oh, wow. dope. Yeah. yeah. That's classic. It's, it's hard to find a good t-shirt hoodie. That's, yeah. Rare. That one's rare in general too. We didn't yeah. make that many of those. Yeah. I don't even have that one. I have, I also have, um, make an offer. I have a long make sleeve shirt somewhere. That has the just the logo, yeah, and then some shit on the sleeves. Sick from probably like 2013. A lot of those designs were me. I like I did all yeah. the design stuff for that. Like even the one that I was saying with the hoodies we initially wore, where we did this one, it was a black on black logo. You couldn't see it. Cool. It was like invisible, but it was black light sensitive. So when you're at the rave or whatever, it's like glowing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Or when we were on stage wearing it, we would have black lights flashing on us and it looked like it was like an LED type. Shirt I think you guys of. did like a collab with like Ben Trill one time, right? We did, yeah. Virgil. Rest in peace, Virgil. Right, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, he helped us out with a lot of stuff. He built, he was like a collaborator on our Coachella stage yeah. that we nice. did. Like, what, what did he do for that? Uh, he just like helped with a lot of the concepting of that and the like artwork and stuff. Yeah, like we we kind of had an idea. The one thing that we wanted was definitely to have a car on stage, so we bought wow. like this like old from like North Illinois. We bought this old uh, what was it Civic? It was a Honda Civic that actually ran when we got it. It was like barely Sick. holding on, and then we cut Honda. it in half. Yeah, Honda the, the cut it in half. Yeah, we cut it in half from like the middle. Like behind the passenger or behind the driver's seat, took out the engine, and then we like built it on this thing so we could tour with it. And yeah, Virgil helped out with that. It was it was That's wild. He toured with us too for a while. He we did a whole tour together. It was Virgil and my boy Spins from Atlanta. We did like a whole summer tour together. It was like a little hip hop EDM. Thing. And you knew him from like Chicago, just like yeah, from like the scene. Yeah, yeah. He used to like bop around Chicago back yeah. in the day, like. When we did our early, like, pre-trap Flostradamus, because we've been doing it for so long, it was, like, mashup DJ Flostradamus. It was, like, we had this little hipster party in, like, the northwest side of Chicago. It was, it's crazy. It was a Grateful Dead bar in the heart of Boys Town, the gay neighborhood in Chicago. Oh, wait, it's what's all, the bar called? It was called Town Hall Pub. Okay. It's no longer there. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Bill passed because of COVID. Uh, but it Rip. was this one little Grateful Dead bar in the dead center in Boys Town. And we used to throw our party there. It's a big hipster party. And Virgil threw this one downtown. I forgot what it's called. I think it was, no, it wasn't called RSVP. Something with a hashtag. Anyway, RSVP they. RSVP was like his gallery. His gallery, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm getting it confused. But him and my boy Mano and Nigel Hollywood Holt, they like threw like the black hipster version of that. And that was like kind of their thing too. We were doing these different parties in Chicago at the time. Sick. It was cool. Yeah. Nightlife. Nightlife. Nightlife history. Yes. Yeah. I'm old. Damn. So, I haven't uh, been to sh- back to Chicago in forever. <clears throat> I feel like it's like not as cool as it used to be probably. I don't know. I'm coming back. I'm going back in the 15th of January. Do you have a lot of shows coming up? Yeah, I do. I've got, that's my, after these New Year's ones I'm doing tonight and I'm doing New Year's Eve in Cali. Also at, oh, in Cali. Yeah, yeah. So elsewhere is tonight. California is tomorrow, New Year's Eve. Got a couple weeks off. Then I do Atlanta, back down to see my boy Waka. And then I go to Chicago on the 15th or 14th. I don't know if this is coming out then. If you're there. Probably not. Probably, yeah, we'll probably well, miss it. Hope it's it was right. good, good if you were there. <laughs> oh, it was so lit, right? <laughs> yeah. Looking into the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. What You mentioned Fool's Gold, which is like ringing a bell for me. Yeah. But like what? label. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, A-Track, uh, DJ A-Track, Catch Dubs, Nick Catch Dubs. They, they had a record yeah, yeah, label yeah. here based in Brooklyn. And then it was also, they had a storefront 
yeah. Metropolitan right next to Hana sa- Sandwiches. Yeah. It's not there anymore? No. 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 Is, they might, is the label they moved the it, but still around though, right? Yeah, the label's still doing stuff. Was yeah. Peanut Butter Wolf Fool's Gold? Maybe. He might have put something else on. Okay, uh, something yeah, out yeah. on there. Yeah. He wasn't like known. Was on. Yeah. Day and Night came out on Fool's Gold and like that definitely was probably what kept the lights on for fool's gold like oh, yeah. it was like a big big record were you into justice you mentioned justice yeah i was yeah oh, that was ed banger yeah yep ed okay. banger yeah, that was I an had, era i had a real strong moment with that like uffy kavinsky oh, uh, feeds wow yeah she went deep you yeah know. i don't know where that came from wow. <laughs> but i think uffy's awesome. still making music really yeah man like 16 year old wow. me was like we had French exchange students come to my high school and I was like, do you guys know Justice? Whoa. And they were like, oh, Justice. <laughs> we- <laughs> they knew it? Yeah. That's, That's cool. awesome. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, um, I got my dad to buy me the Justice CD for Christmas, which I think part of why he was okay with it is because he is a preacher. Oh, yeah, And it had right. the big cross on the cross. Are we going to unpack it? <laughs> we no, can take- no, okay. it's just interesting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have a CD moment that's kind of funny. My yeah. mom is super Christian as well. Nice. And uh, I remember I wanted a, the Outcast Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music, oh, which was the Outcast's very first album. But the thing that my mom didn't know, and I might have known at the time, I don't know, every Outcast CD, when you open it up, it has a naked woman on the CD. And I remember opening it up at Christmas, and my mom was like, no! And no. then it just made me love Outcast that much yeah, more. Yeah, because it was forbidden. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Was- I remember, I think it was like the Christmas I got Justice, I think, was either the same Christmas or the Christmas before or after. I also got um LCD Sound System, Sound of Silver CD, and... Uh, Kala by MIA. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, it was a good Christmas. Wow, that is. Yeah. Were those like the last CDs that you were like given? Because that, like, that was around the era when they started going digital. Yeah, yeah. Right after that. I, I, after that, I was like iPod shuffle time. Yeah. I, and you started getting your library CDs and putting them on uh-huh. the iPod? Yeah. Right. I bought CDs for a long time until after people stopped buying them. I still like bought them because I wanted to like see the collector vibes. The, yeah. The, yeah. And like yeah. see the booklet and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think the last CDs. I bought, we're like tired of the creators. And then I was just like, Damn. fuck this. Already. You're like, okay, yeah, we're done. Now I, I remember, just like buy a vinyl and not even open it. Yeah, yeah. It's a similar thing <laughs> though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. I remember my brother like collecting DVDs before he went to college because he like wanted to be the guy in the dorm with <laughs> yeah. the DVD collection. I'm like, oh man. Wow, what a futile, <laughs> futile I, right, effort. When I got to college, it was like, uh, the iPod video just came out. Yeah. So Ooh. everyone was First just time passing I watched around. Porn was on that. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah. Everyone was just passing around videos through the iPod video and like watching, passing around movies. Yeah. There's like so many movies that I got and that I like boondock sayings, like all those like weird cult classic movies. Mm-hmm. I like watched them on a little iPod. <laughs> tiny, tiny <laughs> screen. In like yes. my dorm room. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think I watched like a whole season of The O.C. on that. Oh, <laughs> or like the whole series. It's like <laughs> on an iPod. I mean, like so being video. able to torrent yeah. music. So, I always feel bad talking about this to an actual like musician who does it for a living. But like being I able, still torrent, by being, the way. Yeah, being able to torrent music like LimeWire really opened up music for oh me. my god for everybody though. i would go to like the the used bookstore or something and get like a pitchfork book mm-hmm. you know like they or like something like that and just type in like, like whatever dope. shit they wrote i'd be like what's millen calling like i don't know yeah. whatever the fuck and just try it and it just like opened so many doors that's so awesome because i got grounded for spending 300 dollars on my mom's credit card on itunes 
Oh wow! Yeah, and then you learn how to bootleg it yep. after that. That's genius. Yes. I remember there was there was one time we I got some shit in the mail that was like, oh, uh, here's a bunch of CDs for free. Just tell us which ones you want. Was that the Columbia House? Something like that. And, and then I, I got a bunch of free CDs. Yeah, I thought they were free, and then my mom was like, yep. "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. They charged you for it later? Yeah, yeah. it was like I, it was Columbia CD House. blackmail. It was. Yeah, yeah seriously. extortion actually. They, it was. They, <laughs> you would like, yeah, you'd fill out this thing and they mail them, and then they bill you later. And I remember that they would have like the CDs. You could like they're almost like postage stamps. You could peel them off and stick them on a yeah. thing. Yeah, that was Columbia House, Whoa. but they did. They finessed you into it. How? Yeah. By that, like, I was like they seven. They would send I them think. without no charging joke. for some reason, like and then they would send the bill later. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Got scammed. <laughs> the the torrenting and that whole thing, like it sucks that Metallica didn't understand it because mm-hmm. it would have helped them. It would have helped so many people. And I mean, of course, it it did. It probably invented streaming or whatever. But yeah. like. It was there was something about that. It was like a cultural moment, just like the skate videos, or whatever. Were me, it was like a way to get yeah. culture into these like smaller towns. Pockets, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Early internet and like there was something about discovering it. It's almost like your sugar snap peas when you take your time. When you really take time to like put your heart into something and mm-hmm. get it, whether it is purchasing a CD, yeah, you really like invest into that band. And even if you spend time downloading this thing, because back in the day, it took a long yeah. time to download a song. It took I said overnight. download skate videos. Yeah, yeah. I just leave that. Shit and you'd be like, night. I hope yeah. somebody's seeding this shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't take a week bump, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> your mom picks up the phone, messes up the download, yep. and then yep. if you have to burn it, it takes another. It, everything just took a lot longer. I feel like such an old man right no, now. No, I but, still have I still have a bunch of CDs. It was such a I small burned. moment in time. Wow. Too. Yeah, I still wow. have those. It was probably like a like a two or three year gap until yeah. they came out with like DSL or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So when, it was like a small moment in time. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would AOL internet off CDs. Yeah. I would download all yeah. the skate Go videos. Go to the grocery store and take a bunch that of that I wanted CDs. to see. Like all yes. the skate videos I wasn't that I wasn't gonna buy that I knew about, I would just download fucking all of them. Like yes. CKY, CKY2K. Yeah. Yep. Damn. I kind of miss that. I kind of miss physical media yeah i i think that it will make a resurgence in a way like there's there's got to be a way to i don't know to bring that back because again i'm gonna sound like an old head old (laughs) man but like what we do now is we pay whatever it is a month for spotify and it doesn't even make sense like yeah 12 dollars a month yeah it doesn't pay it should be 50 dollars a month yeah as an as a user of it like the idea that we have access to like any song at any time yes it's just so ridiculous Compared to like you know twenty years ago, yeah, we get to buy shit. But th- but that makes you not invest directly in the artist. Like right now, I can hear a song on a playlist and be like, "Oh, that's a cool song." But I don't really like. Just, I don't sit there yeah. and be like, "Okay, I need to find that artist and I need to see them in my town and <laughs> yeah. all this stuff." Like oh. it's it's hard. I think most people are just passive listeners now, yeah. and they pay their monthly fee, and that's all it is. I think there are people who use Spotify in like very different ways. True, than, than true. I do at least. Like I. I there are people who listen to like Spotify recommended playlists mm-hmm. and are discovering music that they never think about twice. Like they're just like, oh, this sounds nice. Like while they work at their job or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But I like to go deep. Like I'll yeah. hear a song, find it on Spotify. Look, I'm like, where's this person from? Let me look at their Instagram, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Like I'm trying to nerd out about stuff, but still streaming just in general. You're talking about like Metallica not getting it. Yeah. Doesn't Neil Young like have his own mp3 player or something he like invented his own music file type. he actually had stem player before kanye no he like he, yeah he like tried to do some shit like to he made his own like title 
Whoa. Because he is so opposed to like the streaming platform. Yeah, but he just doesn't get it. He's an old yeah. man who doesn't understand. I think it really it. Well, separated imagine, generations. Imagine you're like yeah. imagine you're making so much money from records and then it's like twenty years later and like it's completely not even Yes. Yeah. Like no one even thinks about selling records. Like I, yeah. They just think about like if they're going viral or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. The, the motives are different now. Yeah, it's you, crazy. Do you think you're like you digging for artists and stuff on Spotify? Like you, you like you do was more of like a trained pattern in a sense from your like old LimeWire days and stuff. Probably. Like you're doing it similar now. Yeah, and like, I also think it's just kind of like inherent to my personality to be like. In yeah. a, like, not I'm the same like way I'm when I find an artist. No, no, I hear it. I intellectually you, curious. No. Here, I let do me the guess. Same you, shit. you were at the library. You were like <laughs> digging for things. I, yeah, yeah, I understand. When I find an artist I like, I go on their Wikipedia. Yeah. That's I awesome. read like everything. I, I like, I think I've read so many Wikipedias for no reason. And I thought it was going to amount to nothing. But eventually it like, I just like know so much shit now. Wait, yeah. wait, <laughs> wait. My friend Adina just put me onto this thing she does like a few months ago. And I've started doing it. You know, do you have the Wikipedia app? No. Get the Wikipedia app. Wow. Get the Wikipedia app. Every time I look something up now, I bookmark it and I save it to a bookmark folder called Everything I've Looked Up. Sick. And it is so fun to go back and be like, now, why the fuck was I reading <laughs> about the Japanese army in World War II? Like, and just to go through in order what you've read about, it's so much fun. That's awesome. Does yeah. that have a history too? I wonder. I might, it might have one baked in, but I just like, I like kind yeah. of saving it every Bookmarking? time. So I'm like, okay, last week I was looking at list of guinea pig breeds <laughs> interesting why <laughs> have you used chat gpt yet a little bit yeah have is you used the, it is that the the ai, AI thing yes thing. so how about i was actually about to use it today but i forgot my login i used it last week and i was like hey i was like give me interview questions for flotchadamas <laughs> dude and it came up with like no joke like 50 questions Yo, it's crazy like two seconds bro i coded <laughs> i coded no joke coded a website for this thing I'm working on Ooh. while I was in line to get on my flight today with chat GPT. I like, I wanted like a half JavaScript, half HTML. You can do coding website. on it. Bro, you can be like write a script. Bro. Yes. What? You can, you can, if you, let's say you're a, uh, you have a house in what part of Indiana are you from? Indianapolis. Okay. So if you have a house in Indianapolis, you want to rent, let's, let's say it's a duplex. You can be like, write me yeah. a lease for Indianapolis whatever the zip okay, code that's is interesting. that's a duplex for a two-year lease with an extension of six months or whatever no pets no pets no seriously <laughs> yeah it'll generate it because okay. it goes into like databases that's and finds cool everything. because everyone's talking about like ai is is threatening artists and i was like no, actually it's no not. it's threatening lawyers <laughs> and yes, engineers it's, yes it's threatening but it's, i also think it helps the artists like yes, you still have to yes. come up with the idea and yes. like for me whenever i see something go viral that it's like i made this with ai yeah it's like you could just make something with ai and not tell people it was ai right and then post it and then yes. it's still art yeah it's like you know Dude, with yes. the intention of posting it yes i don't i think anyone who says that is just completely dumb it's just helping Bro, it's it's yeah. like Neil Young. It's just these people see this and they're scared <laughs> yeah. of like any new technological advancement. And the people that are scared are afraid of losing their job. But it's like, no, you can actually work with this technology mm -hmm. and expand your job. You don't have to do it the old way. You don't have to pull out a paintbrush anymore or whatever it is. I think like a lot like, of things that people are, are threatened by can be used creatively like yes. you don't have I saw to someone be making, like, domineered a whole, by them. Yep. A whole DJ mixtape with AI. 
where he, first he made a spreadsheet of all the songs he wanted to mash together. Yep. And then he downloaded all the songs and then he had this AI that would, he would be like vocal from this song. Yep. And then he would take the vocal from one song and then he'd be like, uh, you know, instrumental from this song, guitar from that song. And he would make like a, he made like a whole mixtape using AI and a spreadsheet. Yep. And it's like, I would never, obviously, I don't even know how to make a spreadsheet. But yeah, like it's just yeah. helping. You don't need to know now. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't the, need to know what key this fucking song is because yeah, you know, it'll do. AI is gonna help me. And tell no, me. that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. tools to help with all that. Mm-hmm. And like, the the old head would be like, oh, like whatever. He didn't really do that. But it's like the dude could have like spent six months going through all of the internet and yeah. making a Google sheet and then putting it together and doing right. all that. But this cut that time in half, so now he can focus on the creativity side. Yeah. yeah. And I've been trying to make memes yeah. with uh, AI. Yes. Just dude. trying to think like <laughs> if I think of a funny meme and I don't want to use someone else's picture I can, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. always I've been experimenting just with like pictures I'm always like yeah. trying to get like I type in like Guy Fieri doing a kickflip down yes, the stair yes. and it never comes out good but I know one day it'll Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. Do, let me show, once we're off cam, I'll show you one? all of this, bro. Okay, good. I'm like, I've been diving in for months for on this stuff. stuff. Cool. Bro, for boys who can cook, you can get recipes. You can have it make up insane recipes. You can, like, you could be, let's say you open up your refrigerator, you have ketchup, uh, old cold noodles and pickles. Be like, make me a dinner with ketchup, pickles and cold noodles or whatever. And it'll just like, it'll generate it. It'll Damn, tell you exactly what to do. for that. What what's up? I have like an app that's oh, designed that does that. to do that. Oh, yeah. dope! I've well, this, but they're they're not like discussing. I, you know, I definitely need yeah, that. Well, I, mean, I, I ran out of are, ideas <laughs> for boys who can cook. I'm all out of ideas at the Dude, moment. So. This will, bro. I am gonna the the ride home. I'm gonna AI expand your your, <laughs> oh, your yeah. intelligence ah. with artificialness. Oh yeah, it's so crazy, man. It's so cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Anyway, that that's but back to your wiki thing. That's why I brought it up. It's oh, like yeah. Because you like learning, like, that's the coolest thing about this. Like, you can be like, what if there was a religion that merged, like, Islam and Christianity and Judaism? And it'll, like, write a religion for you. It's crazy. You can, like, it's so cool. I feel like I, my peers talk a lot about, like, damn, like, social media bums me out and stuff. But I feel so grateful to have, like, the access to knowledge that we have. Like, I can just be curious about anything. Yeah. And and find out. Yeah. With implicit bias sometimes but it's yeah. great no that's that's the cool thing with i i would i don't know about social media but that's the cool thing with a lot of like the internet and i guess yeah. youtube and stuff yeah I, i'm not really on tiktok so maybe that's a way you can find out stuff yeah but for me i and, don't look at tiktok that's yeah, what don't? i like yeah. i do social media for brands for my oh, job okay. so spend a decent amount of time on tiktok and some of it's really shitty and you mm-hmm. have to i feel like you have to go through a lot of stuff until you find something that you really like you yeah. have to teach it you have to train yeah, the I, algorithm I to know what you like. Yeah. So, like, it knows now that I want to see, like... Sugar snap pee Grandmothers <laughs> lip syncing to Aerosmith or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> I, I don't want the viral videos. I want, like, the weird... <laughs> I can't wait till AI is at a point room. where I could type that into AI grandma, grandma singing, singing, singing sweet emotion. And then I will do be that video. right now while you <laughs> ask this next question. Oh, you're saying it'll be a vocal or a video? No, no, oh, we no. Can do th- we can do that in a minute, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if we should <laughs> put it on. Here. All right, keep, keep, ask me a question. I can multitask. Okay, let's see. Um, 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 you're <laughs> I don't know any. Okay. When was the first time you heard a grandmother sing sweet emotion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sweet child know. of mine. Yeah. Uh, so Where's about, the coolest place you've ever traveled to to play? Um, or that, the place you liked the most? Well, that's arguable because I like places because of like their beauty and like i love yeah, to yeah. just travel so like you get stoked when you're playing in a new city probably right that you've never yeah seen sometimes yeah that's yeah a new city to. or a new festival those are yeah. always fun yeah. and then 
also there's places like Hawaii. It's awesome to go to Hawaii. Yeah, and like, you went there pretty recently, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I just did Hawaii like a few months ago. And like, yeah, it's, I, and I did, it was crazy. That whole month I did Hawaii, Thailand, and Puerto Rico. I was yeah, an I island was boy. Yeah, I going to ask if you've gone to like Asia. <laughs> yeah, like, I go to Asia a lot. Like Asia is super popping for EDM now. Yeah. And like, it's like all over Asia is like going off. And that's actually cool because I'm like really into bootleg stuff. Like I got this bootleg Rolex here. Yeah. Blind them one time. Paris is pretty <laughs> good for that too. Paris is? Yeah. There's a, you there's need to put a, me up. There's a uh, flea market, uh, Saint Juan, in like the north Ooh. of Paris that you can. I got like fake um, Gucci Horaches. I got a fake Gucci <laughs> sweatsuit. Yes. I got. <laughs> I, I get all of that. I love. I got it. like I got I like knockoff. I got fake Calvin Klein. Like fake, <laughs> there's a fake Patek. You know, like. Yep. <laughs> I like when they collab on stuff that's never existed. Yo, they'll have like the Supreme <laughs> LV. Yeah. Like what? Like stuff that does not. It's exist. like McDonald's Supreme. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know Burger King collab. It's it's like, I was standing there googling shit. Like, is this real? <laughs> <laughs> yes and it wasn't no, no, it was a i feel like that's cool because it's like more rare yeah dude it looks it's honestly it's like, like if ai no made it. fashion exactly. is what that is <laughs> it's so dope oh, uh <laughs> i'm gonna say uh what is it grandma singing Aerosmith. well no rewrite uh it's um sweet child of mine right wait yeah. that's uh that's guns and roses. roses okay well sweet emotion sweet emotion okay okay a aerosmith's uh, sweet emotion. That's Aerosmith. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Speaking of good soundtracks, what you guys know about the Dazed and Confused soundtrack? Did you ever listen to that? Oh, I don't. That was on it. So, the Dazed and Confused soundtrack That's is honestly emotion. one of the best like '70s time capsule soundtracks. It's so good. I, it's a, it's a '90s two. movie, though, right? Yeah, 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 no, yeah it was. But the but the yeah. it was about the '70s, and there's a double disc. Set oh, of that, and it's so good. It's have like, you ever seen a uh, platoon that Vietnam yeah. movie? That, that's a banging yeah. soundtrack. Also. Doesn't they have it's that? Dun, 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 dun. It's like uh, <laughs> the, the, the Jimi Hendrix song. I don't know why I just started scatting that. So. <laughs> it's got like "Go Ask Alice" by Jefferson Airplane, and like "Tracks of My Tears" oh, by yes. Smokey Robinson. A lot of good stuff on Found there. It. Style. Found it right here. Dazed and Confused soundtrack. Sweet emotion. First one. What else do we got? Deep School's Purple. Out by Alice Cooper. Classic. Why Can't We Be Friends? Damn. Okay. No more Mr. Nice Guy? What do we have here? I was giving you lyrics. I'm trying to, okay, I'm not going to sing it. It's still writing it right now. So we're using chat GPT now for the people that are listening and are <laughs> not looking at my phone. Uh, and I said, rewrite Aerosmith's Sweet Emotion in the style of a grandmother. <laughs> Would you like to do a reading for us? I think you might have to do it. You want to do the read? Maybe just do the either the first verse or the the hook. You don't have to sing it. Just is it are, are the lyrics different? I don't know. Yeah, it does sound kind of grandma-y. Um, <laughs> verse two is pretty good. You take me back to days of old when love was new and stories were told of knights in shining armor and damsels in distress. But now I know true love is the best. <laughs> Honestly, you can have this shit write you songs. Dude, oh, shit. yes. Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on a whole, a whole, this is the first leak of this, but I'm working wait, on a whole, like, wait, AI the intro album. is so oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dearie me. I remember when I was a young thing and I used to listen to that Aerosmith <laughs> group. Such I, energy I use, and passion. As, a, as like a pre paragraph. Yeah. I kind of use uh, Fiverr as AI a little bit. Yeah. It's not AI, but I'll just like hit up a guy You're on Fiverr. Using yeah. I'll be like, yo, can you like lay a bass down? 
like yes. a bass wow. a bass yeah. line down for this song. Yep. And then I'll get like three people and I'll tell them to do the same thing and then I'll just use like three different Ooh, ones if I want to. Yeah. I I but just set it's really up, good for musicians. Yeah. I just set up my like interface and stuff again because I had people come and stay in my office at home for for Christmas and so I had to like take everything down mm-hmm. and now I'm like okay I need to start like singing into my computer again and yeah. then get back on that. Oh yeah. Bring it back. You need to come into the podcast studio early and put a couple bars down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna actually uh, acapella our our theme song. Are you? No, I just decided. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. think the theme song for the podcast is uh, it's me and Skirt. I think I showed you it. The time after time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I made like an emo cover of Time After Time with my friend Young Skirt. He like yeah. sings like an auto tune. Oh, cool. And he makes like really dope beats that he sings over, and he uh, he sang over it. And I actually had someone on Fiverr um, remake the guitar. I just hit up someone from Fiverr, a guitarist, and I was like, hey, can you make me like an emo version of this song? That's crazy. <laughs> and That's they're so like, yeah. So it's like the same thing like AI, but it's And then do you just, just reprogram the beats or you just like kind of put it's, it out? It's just, uh, it's, I, I was very specific on what I wanted, but I wanted three guitars and I wanted it to be like, I didn't put it out yet. But I'm probably gonna put it out like around the time the podcast drops. Mm. Dope! I yeah. want to hear it. Have like a cool theme song. I'll send you it. That's I just sick. like didn't know how to use any of that shit. Like I knew how to play a bunch of instruments and stuff. So I was like, I'm just gonna do covers until I figure it out. And yeah, so yeah. I did like good way to by Roy Orbison. Yeah, that works. Stuff with like nasty snares. And you can tell strange. people on Fiverr, can you make me an instrumental yeah, cover yeah, yeah, yeah. of this song? I want to sing on it. And as long as you tell them what, like, what's the price point? Like it depends what if it's a whole song, I would probably spend like if it's like a whole instrumental and they're giving me all the stems, yeah, I would pay up to like two hundred maybe. Mm. Okay, but if it's like a baseline, I'll probably go up to like fifty bucks or Dang. like thirty bucks. Okay, because I'm getting like a Dang. few of them. Okay, I'll but do I'll do vocals like, for for twenty eight. I'm very specific. maybe you could barter on Fiber. <laughs> when I ask the like bassist, I'm like, give me like a raw a raw track and then give me one that y- how you would mix it you know oh wow so and then i'll pay them i'll like pay a little extra pay for extra for your it, artistic you know? license yeah. so i uh i had ai draw a photo of steven tyler singing as an old grandma oh my god he looks like gandalf he does <laughs> he just looks like that's him. the album art <laughs> i mean honestly it's kind of how he looks yeah he wow. does kind of look like an old grandma exactly. actually yeah. i don't know if they could see that but at if all, they but... can we'll zoom in yeah. this someone yeah yeah we'll zoom in we post. won't but whatever it's all good <laughs> you, just I'll, type I'll it in it. they yeah. can type it into ai yeah yeah generate it? your own yeah what was steven the prompt tyler. Uh, the prompt was steven tyler singing as an old grandma okay. old grandma yeah that's a good one yeah you can type it in yourself. honestly like there, there's a meme that like steven tyler looks like an old yeah mom He's Is, beautiful. oh yeah yeah so oh well that's probably just, it <laughs> yeah that's it he definitely does um yeah so i think we how are we doing on time uh, I think we covered pretty much everything. Sick. Oh, wait. Actually, I want to talk about you DJing MTV Spring Break. Wow. You are like <laughs> Nardwar. Bro, you are. Before We're about to wrap up. We got like 10 wow. minutes left. That's crazy. But, um, <laughs> he was there. Is. He was there. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I was just like looking up like, you know, your career highlights. Obviously, MTV Spring Break. That's so cool, <laughs> bro. I didn't even know that it's in the, it's in the highlights. Yeah, Yo, I, uh, Gabba Gabba Spring Break and The Gathering. <laughs> gathering of the Juggalos. What a career. Well, also it's, Jimmy Fallon. I, <laughs> the funny thing is that AI, I, I was on Jimmy Fallon yeah, too. That's what I'm saying. AI wrote all of that. It's all a cap. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. It's weird doing interviews as an artist. I'm just gonna get very introspective for a mm-hmm. moment here. Uh, it's just weird because I don't 
revel in my accomplishments is that the term yeah and so yeah. having them listed to you is kind of like well it's that's part of the reason yeah. why i do these interviews cool is to just like highlight artists that i like and just like talk Hype about the cool up. shit they did yeah it's yeah. like Thank it's you. just like kind of lost in history that you did that so like Dude, no one is. will ever know you're like even to me it was you know? like <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> after the crack at the gathering everything's been, oh, a blur. Uh, everything's been on fast forward yeah so. <laughs> it's been on fast forward but it's uh, it's just wild i don't know it's blowing my mind it's making me be feel very grateful Good. so thank you for saying that but anyway yes oh, i yeah. did play the uh mtv spring break uh it was after rick ross I got to meet wow. DJ Khaled because he was Rick Ross's actual DJ. Wow. He did a Flostradamus drop for me that is gone. I wish I had it still. I wish I had him. He's like, he goes, is Flostradamus not Nostradamus? Stop playing yourself. It was like the craziest <laughs> shit and I wish I had it. I got to put on Rick Ross's chain. Wow. It oh was It was a diamond I hope you still encrusted have a picture Rick Ross. No, I I've seen pictures of that. It's sick. It's it was the it was chain early. of yeah, yeah, it was the original Rick oh Ross one of him God. with the beard. I put it on. I had a uh, DJ Keller had a Terror Squad chain because he was like Whoa. friends with Fat Joe or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I had yeah. a Terror Squad chain on. Man, that was an era. Damn. It's crazy. It's it's wild because I've had such amazing things happen that it's weird that like you forget some things in a weird way. Not to like sound egotistical yeah, when or whatever, but it's you're weird. like, this is insane. Yeah, and more happened. And my hard drive space isn't that big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got Ever like a thirty-two. The crack at the gallery. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can't remember everything. That's crazy. Uh, Thank you for your reminding ram. me. Your ram. My ram. I know. I need some new RAM. Oh, my God. All right, so I guess we could wrap up. All right. Thanks for being with us. It was really Thank fun. Thank you. This Lostradamus. was real fun. Lostradamus. Lostradamus. Yes. Not Nostradamus. Stop <laughs> playing yourself. <laughs> she J. Khaled over here. She <laughs> J. Well, I love that. All right. Cool. Over and out. All right. See y'all in the metaverse. Cheese. Bye, NFTs. Joking. I will catch you. I'll be waiting. Time after time If you're lost, you can look And you will find me Time after time If you fall, I will catch you I'll be I will be waiting, waiting.